This is a HeadGum Podcast. Ho, 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 ho. In 86, N.M. Martin wrote the first book of what became a cult. Now it's time for Babysitter's Club. Ho, 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 ho. Merry Christmas. Okay. Um, you there, boy. Does that me? What day is it? Uh, Christmas Day, sir. Wrong. Uh, December 18th, my brother's birthday. Wrong. Laryngismus Day. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's, it's, it's Laryngismus Day, sir. <laughs> sir, <laughs> it's Laryngismus Day, sir. How do you not know that? I was just telling you that I walked over to the co-working space a little early today to get this special holiday episode recorded with you Mm -hmm. and forgot that I literally cannot get into the space until 5 p.m. Eastern time Ah. because I'm on the nights and weekends package. Yeah. And had and I got there like ten minutes early so I could set up and be ready to go by five and had to stand in front of the big plate window looking at a bunch of green girls <laughs> like a Dickensian urchin. That's did you tell in a it, squall? It's a squall right now. It's a, it's a squall. winter squall. That's perfect. Did you tell anyone that it was Laurentius Day? Any of the creepros? <laughs> None of them opened up their window and said, "You there, boy? What day is it?" So I didn't get the opportunity. Wow, New York has changed since I yeah. left. Not a single one, and no, no one no. threw a farthing at you. No one did. They all looked like they were busy with like decks or whatever. Ugh, what a nightmare. Well, it's Laryngismus Day, folks, and uh, and all the creepros here are doing a war on Laryngismus. Yeah, and the the creative professionals uh, are having a war on Laryngismus, but we. We don't tolerate it. You know what? It's still okay to say uh, joyous laryngismus. Yeah. It sounds, if you say laryngismus, it can get, so you have to be careful how you say it. And that is, I think, why there's a war on it. (laughs) (laughs) It gets filthy quick. (laughs) Yeah. So you have to be very careful, but it is laryngismus day and a merry and a joyous laryngismus to all. And uh, the ghost of Christmas future. Peter Larangis himself did uh, come to us uh, in a dr- in what seemed like a dream, but may have been uh, something in between a dream and a reality. I was sleeping in my study. Yeah, I was. Well, I was reading in my study, mm-hmm. and I nodded off in my my big comfy chair, mm-hmm. and then I heard these chains rattling. Yes. Mm. And who should come through the door? And I mean literally through the door. He didn't even open it. But a spectral vision Mm. of old Peter Larangis. Old Peter Larangis. They said it was just a myth. Yeah. But he said... (laughs) That's scary. It's Larangis, miss. And you called the police. And I called the police. Yeah. And then I realized I was dreaming, maybe... Mm. Oh, so it's like hard to dial numbers? Yeah. Yeah. I would reach for the phone and I like would put it up against my my head, the headset up against my head. Yeah. And it would be like uh snake. Yeah. Yeah, classic. Classic. <laughs> yeah, Peter's on to you and he said, "You know what's a great day in terms of downloads? 
to uh, to release a special extra episode of your podcast. That you take the time to record <laughs> every year. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the and perfect said, day. <laughs> Peter Loren just slammed open his window and said, You there, boy! What's the worst possible day to release a podcast that you go out of your way to record specially every year? And, and I then, said, Christmas Day, sir! <laughs> it's Christmas Day, sir! <laughs> And so that we decreed that 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 it must be so. It happened. So here's how it originally happened, Jack. Yeah. Year one of the Babysitters Club Club podcast. Mm-hmm. Christmas Day, I believe, was on a Monday, mm-hmm. which would have been a normal release day for us. And being savvy savvy podcasters, we've said amateur but savvy podcasters. Yes. We said. We shouldn't release an episode on Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. Let's record a special holiday episode. It'll be nonsense throwaway. Right. And we did. We read Babysitter's Club Secret Santa mm-hmm. and recorded an episode. And then every year since, we've just done it just because. Yeah, that's right. Even though we long ago ran out of Christmas Babysitter's Club Christmas-related material. Yes, but Pete has written something for us, and he wrote something for us special for this. We were visited by a ghost- of Christmas past, mm-hmm. specifically Tuesday, December twenty eighth, two thousand ten. Right uh, when uh, Peter Loran just woke up one morning, that morning, three Tuesday, days after Christmas, my dad's he, birthday, by the way, three days December after 28th. Christmas, and he said to himself, "I'm still not tired of Christmas music." <laughs> <laughs> Do you just want to read the, the yeah, contents? Yeah, because it's it's so he wrote a blog. Uh, Yuletide babies. Yeah. Peter Lorangis has a blog on his website, peterlorangis.com, mm-hmm. where he writes It's the only stuff. site I visit. Only site I go to. Right. Um, let's see the last time he wrote a blog update. Saturday, June 16th, 2012. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so it's been a minute. Yeah. But you can go through some of the archives mm-hmm. and read a little bit of what Pete's, what's going on in that. That beautiful mind of Pete Larangis. Yeah, but we know what was going feet. on in the beautiful mind it's beautiful of Pete Larangis from, from feet to head. Yes, I think so. To mind, to mind, uh, inside and out, and he smells nice. Yeah, and we know what he was thinking on Tuesday, December twenty eighth, twenty ten, and this is what he was thinking: Christmas curiosities, top twelve, oddest, most baffling, absolute worst. Never to be classic holiday music offerings. And here's what he said about them. It's quite a short it's a short intro paragraph and he dives right into the list. I like holiday music. There, I said, Oh, it feels weird to be reading in Pete's actual voice. Can you do like a like you're doing Jack's voice? Yeah. And I don't think it's honoring Pete. No. And I want you to honor Pete with this. Okay. So can you find a way to sound like less like Jack and more like Pete? Okay. And by that I mean like more manly. less a feet, less okay. nasal. Okay. All right. Man of the people. I like holiday music. Okay. There. Okay. I said it. But kind of funnier, right? That's funnier. Okay, that's smoldering, which I think is good for yeah. Pete. But he's but, got a he's got like a zany edge, you know. So some so that, but with some zany, a in little it? zaniness. I like holiday music. And he's Texas now. Well, Where did Texas come from? Okay, yeah, I don't know. Okay, so he's from New York, right? He's from New York. 
But, but not like Staten Island, New York. Like, yeah, I got you. Just regular, just a normal accent, normal accent, but smoldering and zany. Yes. I like holiday music. There, I said it, and I'm not ashamed. For any of you who've reached a certain age, say 15, the annual onslaught of the same old, same old is enough to drive you crazy. But me? I'm loving this, by the way. Thank you. I get all gooshy inside with memories. Ew. He said it. Yeah. With memories of Christmas's past, the history, the sentiments, the presence, the scent of pine, and the carols. Happily, many other people are also smitten by Christmas music, and some of them have taken that smittitude to a rather amazing and sometimes appalling extreme. Here. For the first time in one place are my favorites, presenting Peter's Top 12 Christmas Atrocities of All Time. And then he has collected for us 12 musical pieces. Um, Jack, I guess my very first question, having read that blog post, Mm -hmm. is... Yeah. Who's Carol? Well, no. Okay. Here's my question. Yeah. And and it, it comes in the form of a song. Okay. Great. Great. Yeah. And here's the song. Mm-hmm. we Christmas time <laughs> is here. <laughs> Happiness and cheer. Fun for all that children call their Laranja's moment of the year. That was beautiful. Yeah. Wow. It sounded like Pete himself was singing to me. And did you, in that one paragraph, have a Laranja's moment? Because I did. <laughs> um. Well, yeah. It's smittitude. Smittitude. It's yeah, got to be smittitude. And it's got to right? be smittitude. Yeah. And that yeah. really, it, it, it comes out and it sucks you right in the face, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He only had one paragraph, and he managed to create an entire new word concept. The whole paragraph is very funny, and it's very sharply written. And yes. he's a very gifted writer, mm-hmm. and that's something you forget sometimes until you see his writing, until you see his message delivered mm-hmm. to you, um, Sermon on the Mount style via his blog. Mm-hmm. But Smittitude is special. Yeah, it's very special. And that's very funny and very interesting what he's done with that wordplay there. Yeah, and it's great. And that's my Laryngeus moment this week. Yeah, and that was my Laryngeus moment this week. Um, and then, the, but this whole whole episode is going to be a series of Laryngeus moments for you because Laryngeus has curated a playlist for us, and he has demanded mm-hmm. that we listen to these songs. And I haven't listened to them before. Yet. We get into it. Do we want to explore a little bit why we landed on a blog post of Peter Laryngeus's? wherein he lists 12 bad Christmas songs. How did we get here? How did we get here? If I remember correctly, you texted this to me. I'm going to actually take us back to last year. Okay. Last year, uh, around this time of year, which is a week before Christmas, Mm -hmm. I texted you and said, we should do a holiday episode, right? Yeah. And you said, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And I said, well, I think we're out of stuff because we already did the Secret Santa. We already did the Christmas episode of the TV show. Mm-hmm. What what should we do? And I think literally like 48 hours of, of strenuous searching later, you mm-hmm. said, Anne wrote a holiday book. Right. Called? Trapped in a Snow Globe. No, something about Santa. Santa's? Anne M. Martin. Santa. We did a whole episode about it, you remember? Oh, I remember it. Well, yeah. It's kind on of Christmas s- Eve. On Christmas Eve. Yeah. She kills a she kills a man. Shh, I don't remember her killing a man. Yeah. And then we and then we said, "Well, we'll do this now." Mm-hmm. And that's good. By the time it's Christmas time next year, right. We'll actually be out of books and the podcast won't exist anymore. Right. And our souls will be carried into heaven on in the beaks of birds. Yes. So we didn't think about it until no. the week before Christmas again this year. Right. Wherein I, I looked very hard on the internet for BSC adjacent Christmas content that we had not covered yet, and there was none. So what I did was two days ago, on that fateful day, I went to Google.com and did a search for Peter Larangis Christmas. Yeah. Thinking you'd find a, a, a Christmas book, maybe he wrote a Christmas book. But no, he, what no. he has what he ha- has asked of us is that we make a entire holiday feast out of this short blog post. And you texted it to me, and you said, "Is this something?" And I said, yeah. eh. <laughs> <laughs> "I think later I also texted you and said, are we sure we can do a full episode about this?'" <laughs> And you said, I think we could do a full episode about literally anything. <laughs> so now here we are. And here you are, Yuletide Babies. Yeah. Tis Christmas Day. Yeah. And we are going to go through Pete Larangis's top 12 Christmas atrocities of all time. Mm-hmm. Jack. Uh, take it away. So the first one is he's written The Messiah Organist Who Couldn't. And then he has a, a message for us underneath it where he says, listen to the very end for the full flavor bouquet. Okay. And is that is that like a wine thing? Pete's like a sommelier? I think it's a wine thing. I think he wants us to be getting drunk while we okay, do well, this. I, I already am. Yeah. And as so I do every record. We're way ahead of you, Pete. Um, so this is the Messiah organist who couldn't. We're going to listen to it, and we have to listen to the end for the full flavor bouquet. So we'll listen together to this one. Can you hear that? Yes. All right, I'm going to skip to the end. So what's happened here is that the organist has so that's uh, a that's a stand, a that's a very up. familiar song. It's the hallelujah, hallelujah, yeah, hallelujah song. And what has happened is that the organ, although the choir sounded pretty good, the organist Tanner he went off script was unable. <laughs> To handle <laughs> <laughs> the music. 
wrote the song. And that's who wrote the song. And why didn't Pete say that? And that's something oh, Pete could have said. I don't he... really actually think it's our place. In fact, Jack, I think. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so when old man Larangis showed up in our study. Yeah. And invited us to the Ghost of Christmas Past's January, uh, December 28th, 2010 blog post. Mm-hmm. We were supposed to be learning from him and learning to be better and learning right. to be more caring and learning to be less critical. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I'm worried that when we do visit the ghost of Larangis Miss Future. Oh, which hasn't happened yet. He is still going to show us our grave marker and say, look, everyone has forgotten you because of how nasty and critical you are yeah. of Pete Larangis. Yeah. You're right. So I, th- okay. I think you still have a lot of learning to do. And please don't say, like, why didn't Pete make why didn't this he obvious do handle joke? But why wouldn't he? Right. Yeah. No, you're right. I think that's a good point. Um, and you feel you have no learning to do. Um. I think I have less learning to do okay. than you. All right. That's fine. I'll say. Fine. Okay. I think my connection to Peter and my openness to Peter's message is far stronger. Yeah. Okay. Than yours. But we're we are one on this journey. We're yep. both We both have to learn. Ebenezer Scrooge. Right. And if we don't, we're it, it will be a sad Christmas where we get forgotten. And Tiny Tim will die. He'll die. Yeah. Okay. Let's listen to this next one. So what Pete has written here is number 11, Jingle Bells from Another Planet. And he's Pete has such an economy of language because what here's, he's written. Here's, actually, I do have something to learn because here's a little okay. bit of criticism about that last one. Yeah. Handel's Alleluia song. Messiah. Which I, <laughs> Messiah. Yep. <laughs> so the whole premise of this blog post is these are songs that will never be Christmas hits. And it's a classic. But Handel's... Messiah is a Christmas the biggest hit. Christmas, a cla- Christmas hit of classic. all time. This one performance may be flawed, but it is yeah. a well-known Christmas song. Yeah. So Pete is already in in Pete's, item twelve of twelve yeah. in a countdown list. Yeah. Pete has already kind of lost the the brief. He's lost the brief. Yeah. And now you're the one who's being critical of Pete. And, and, I, and I have a lot to learn. Yeah, and you have a lot to learn, and we're really digging our graves here. Um, number 11 is called, and he's written Jingle Bells from Another Planet, and then underneath he has written nothing. So he's given us no guideposts here. He wrote the word nothing? No, he didn't even write the word nothing. That would be something. Oh, okay. Right. So I'm going to play it for you. I think and engineers use the, the term null. Null. That's cool to say. Okay. Ready? Yep. We'll just we'll just get a flavor of this. Testing one, two, three. Passing through the snow in a one horse open sleigh, all the fairs we go, laughing all the way. Bells on bobtails ring, I'm making spirits bright. What fun it is to ride and sing a So some early thoughts. Tonight. Yeah. Oh, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle bells. The, the little. Jack Shepard like voice at the beginning that went testing one two three yeah yeah that sort of reminds me of like number stations which are very yes. spooky very very spooky yeah it's yet like Yankee Hotel Foxtrot right yeah and then the actual singing of Jingle Bells sounded like um, 
What's the word I'm thinking of where someone doesn't speak a language but like oh, does just... the the mouth sounds to like sound it out like they yeah. speak the language? Transliteration? No, that's not that and I don't think there's a word for it, but I know what you mean. That's what it seemed like. It seemed like yeah. someone from another country just like doing the mouth sounds of English. Yeah. And um and it's scary and it's obviously a ghost. I think finding someone whose voice is so eerily similar to you, to your own, to do the It's intro, a warning. Like, it's a warning. Testing one, two, three. Yeah. Is a warning. And he's saying that one day I will also be on another planet and it will be the planet beyond the stars where we go when we die unless I get my life right. Okay. So this is like a Scientology message. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Quick criticism. Yeah. Jingle Bells is also a very popular Christmas song. That's another huge one. And Pete, yeah. has, I think, has, has forgotten his own mandate This here. rendition of it, not great. I agree, Pete. Yeah. But it's a well-known and, well, and beloved song. Beloved. Yeah. Um, okay, on to number 10. Uh, this one's called Sugar Plum Awful, he says. He calls it Sugar Plum Awful. And here's what he says. How is he says. spelling awful? Like guts or like? No, like A-W-F-U-L. Okay. Awful. As in full of awe. And he, I think he's awed by this. Okay. Um, and it's the awful presence of this interesting song that ha- has sent Pete into a state of reverie. And what, mm-hmm. what he's written in this dreamlike state is, I'm told this was done on purpose, and he's emphasized that, on purpose, by a punk-influenced avant-garde music group. Could be grunge. It could be grunge. Grunge is definitely punk-influenced no, he says Post- fr- from the seventies. Uh, okay, okay. It's pre-grunge. Yeah, it's it's twenty years pre-grunge. Um, no, I mean it's the it's the musical movement known as pre as pre-grunge. Yeah, that's great. Um, and then he's written. God, I, you can smell the fucking sarcasm in a I way smell that the feet I, on this one. Oof, he's written. Those were the days, and the, and that's one sentence. And then the next sentence is, I guess. Okay, and when do we know when Pete was born? Uh, no. I think he's somewhat timeless. Okay, so he's born August 19th, 1955. So in the 70s, he was in his 20s. So, like, those really were the days, (laughs) I guess. But aren't you detecting a wang of sarcasm from that, I guess? Yeah, I am detecting a wang of sarcasm. And you know who was born in the 70s? I was. So that's I think that's a shot across the bow. Another me. shot across the bow at you. Pete's yeah. really got it out for you in this. Yeah, I'm not loving. I that. think he recognized that you're the more you're the one who has more learning to do to yeah. to like save your soul. You just got swept up in the in the sweep like a like like bycatch in a fisherman's net. He was trying to get me to teach me to be better. Well, it's like and you it's just like got our Google results by accident. Yeah, exactly. It's like yeah. when you s- Google search Tanner Green Ring or Tanner yeah. Ringerud, and you go to images, and it's like ninety percent images of Jack. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> possibly some images where we, uh, or I think I spent probably three or four hours during a work day photoshopping our faces together to see what it would look like if there were various hybrids of both of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's just something I have to uh, – that you you and I are eternally attached now. Yeah. So that yeah. I have to come on this this Christmas story journey yeah. with you. You weren't born in the 70s, so this isn't directed at you. Um, and then here's a song that Firmly he, in the 80s. he wants me to listen to, and I guess we'll both listen to it. 
And he's okay. named it Sugar Plum Awful. And it sounds like this. Is there, can you skip ahead? Was this, does something happen here? Shh. That's it. So it sounded like it was like maybe in a minor key. No, there was something else that was wrong that was going on. Okay. Can you describe it? I don't think I was getting it over the, the stream. It sounded like it's like if uh, the sugar plum fairies, and I don't know much about what they are, but I think they're from the Nutcracker. They are if they went into the into the like Stranger Things mirror universe, the upside down. That's the da- that's the dance they would do, and the and the tune they would do it to. So it's like a minor key version of Dance of the Sugar Plum Fairy. It's not minor key. It's also atonal and scary. Okay. Oh, maybe only I'm hearing it. That's the thing. Maybe I'm only Oh, because you're corrupt. And only people who need to have their lives rearranged before the new year or else they're going to basically be forgotten by history. Right. Can can hear the sad version. What you heard was probably just the nice version. You don't have a pure soul. I just have a nice – yeah. I heard the nice version because I have a pure soul and because I love Peter Laranges and I love Laranges-mas. Um, I'm coming around on Laryngismus again, and I hate to I hate to be critical. Okay, yeah. While I agree that no, I don't even agree. Dance of the Sugar Plum, Plum Fairy from the Nutcracker is an incredibly popular Christmas classic, and Pete has Christmas it up classic. Again. Yeah, and it's not uh, something that we'll all forget about. So he's oh for three. Oh for three. I mean, in my book, in my book, but I'm just one guy, and yeah, my art, my heart is open, my heart is pure. Yeah. But like, I don't know. I don't know, Pete. So here's what he's asked us to look at next, and this is a visual. Um, I just realized that if entry. I double click my own preview of my camera in Zoom, mm-hmm. it makes my image big and yours small, which maybe is preferable. Do you want to look at while you're talking? You want to look at a big version of yourself and a small version of me. And okay, I'm gonna try it. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> I feel like your camera's better. Is that weird? I don't know. I like it though. I but I'm I'm the problem is I get real distracted by looking at them at these baby blues. Yeah. All right, um, we've got a lot of songs to get through. We've we got a, a lot of songs. He wants us to now look at a video that I think we've all seen before. Um, and I'll just play it for you. I guess it's called "Christmas Lights Gone Wild," and. Okay. I've turned I turned it off. And he says, the first in a series of modest, tasteful displays. And why do you think he wanted us to play a visual I kept, um, artifact clicking, on this audio medium? I kept clicking the plus sign in your oh, shared classic. Chrome screen trying yeah. to like Trying to X up. out the ad. Yeah. No, I was like, I was trying to figure out if this is um, Mannheim Steamroller. Uh, yes. Yeah. Which I think it is probably. Yeah. It's another classic. Yeah, another and classic. Pete's really fucked us, fucked it up again. Um, and he's fucked us. And he's fucked us. And he's fucked us. Yeah. <laughs> and we did a whole. Peter, we dedicated an entire night of our lives, and my son is at home sick. Yeah. With the flu. Yeah. And it's a squall, so who even knows if I'll be able to get home after? Tanner this? had to crawl here in a squall. 
and 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 you're like, here's a bunch of songs that ever, history will forget. Yeah, and you're telling me that a Mannheim Steamroller Christmas classic history will forget. And then he's like, hey, why don't you play this video on your podcast? Yeah, play a video on your podcast. Idiots. Thanks, Pete. Thanks, Pete. Now you're insulting the intelligence of us, and you're insulting the intelligence of our listeners. And that's even worse. And I get what you're doing here, old yeah. man Cratchit, Pete, but yeah. <laughs> it's it, not working. It's not working, and I'm actually straying further and further from having yeah. a pure Christmas soul. Yeah, and I'm starting to think that laryngismus is maybe a bad idea, and the war on laryngismus is a good idea. Okay, let's move on. Okay, and this next one, <laughs> he's asked us to contemplate something that he's called, Oh, flee! All ye faithful. And then he's written, as far as possible. And f- flee, you mean. Um, from chili like the peppers. Red hot chili peppers. Yeah. yeah. As far as possible from this um, remarkable rendition. Okay. And that, um, I'm detecting the sarcasm in that. A little, little bit of. So let's listen to a little bit of that. Pretty good he's so really far. Got, he's really got it out against these like amateur organists. This sounds like if you and I were to right now sing Oh Come All Ye Faithful. Well, I, I think it's Pete. Without practicing it and sight unseen. I think this is him. You think Pete sang that? Yeah, how else would he get get his hands on this? I think that's Pete. Does Pete know an organist or <laughs> these things I don't know. He knows that right. organist who couldn't handle the uh Oh yeah. Couldn't handle the Messiah. <laughs> right. Uh, so I think this is Pete. This is our first cuz we never heard his voice before. Have we never heard his voice? And... I did hear his voice once. I watched a video where he did an epic rap battle. <laughs> what a talented guy. And did also it, from his block. Did it sound like this? He sounds like a normal man. Okay. <laughs> just just like the come all you faithful guy. Except he's I pronounced like as triumphant a little weird. I did watch him do a, a rap battle and he was very good at it. So I feel yeah. like he would be more musically talented than this oh come all you faithful. Okay, guy. so it's not Pete. It's just a friend. I don't know who it is. I don't okay. know who it is. Okay. Well, I'm certain that one of these is Pete because I'm certain that if I know how these stories go, these type of stories, it'll be revealed at some point that Pete himself has spoken to us. Right. Yes. The next thing that Pete, that he's asking us to sample with our ears, uh, he has called number seven, Cuck of the Bells. Okay. And is it like a alt-right kind of thing or? This was before that. So it's like oh, a, it's sorry. It's like a porn thing. It's it says cluck of the bells. Cluck of the bells. Okay. Okay, and that's different. Um, and he and then he's clarifying. I mean, it might be. I don't know. Let's listen to it and and see if it's like. Well, here's what he's asked us. Oh, oh, and now I remember. <laughs> this one, uh, when I tried to download it, it tried to put malware on my computer. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Pete. <laughs> So I think it's gonna be like in um, the net. Like yeah. you're gonna you're gonna like click a button and then like yeah. your screen's gonna go black and it's just gonna be like a gif of Pete's face going like ah 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 yeah Mozart's ghost. That's a deep the net reference. Um and uh so 
I think Pete is is giving up on me is what's happening here. Yeah. Now he's just like he is soldier soul to like the malware people. And he said Christmas plus chickens plus graphics. Who could ask for anything more? And that's cheeky because I could ask for something more. And when I did, what I got was malware on my computer. The thing I could ask for more of is this thing because it doesn't work. And then he calls me the cuck of the bells. He doesn't even know me. I'm going to do it. I just hit download. Okay. And it downloaded a program called play.swf. Did it give you a malware warning? Google Chrome is saying this type of file can harm your computer. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. And it's asking if I want to keep it or dismiss it. And I'm going to keep it and I'm going to double click it. Are you ready? Okay. There is no application set to open the documents ending in .swf. That sounds like a a Flash file. file. Yeah, right? Which Shockwave Flash. Chrome doesn't support anymore. Interesting. So what is Pete why would Pete have us try to download a Shockwave Flash file? Shockwave I'm gonna search the app store. Is this mm. useful? Mm-mm. I would say you should move on. It's recommending I download <laughs> this is not a joke. It's recommending I download Bible study. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so that's what's happening. All right, Pete. That's a that's a pretty Circuitous route to get us to learn more about the spirit of Laryngismus. We can't discover what that is about. What the cluck, cluck of, the, of bells. the bells is, or a cluck of the bells is, until um, until we download a Bible study app. That's okay. I'll, I'll give you that one, Pete. I'm going to give you that one. Uh, yeah. Should we move on? Yeah. Okay. So he now he wants us to watch another video. Okay, Pete. You know it's an audio medium, right? Okay. And so here's what. May I say something? Yes. This one is the only item on the list that is untitled. Oh, yeah. It's just called number six. And so what he's doing is a cool thing that, like, bands will sometimes do, which is, like, you put a track on your album, but you call it untitled. Right. Or you don't give it a name. Or it's, like, one of those ones that runs after the last track is, like, played for, like, eight minutes. Exactly. Um, like all those songs on They Might Be Giants Flood at the oh, end. Okay. Yeah. Fingertips. R.E.M. has one on Green. The 11th song is called 11th Untitled Song by fans. And it's probably one of the better tracks on Green, honestly. It's a fucking there's fantastic a, There's a band music. called um, Islands, and Islands had an album. And actually one of the bangers on the album was one of those, like after 11 minutes on the last track, it plays this song called Buck Your Little Wings. And it's so good. And it's like, why isn't this on the album? Because it's yeah. a really good song. And then there's famously, The Cure has a song called Untitled on Disintegration. Mm-hmm. Um, Cure's canceled. The Untitled, no, it's not. Fuck you. Oh, no, sorry. It's not The Cure. It's The um, the Smiths are canceled. Yeah, Morrissey. Yeah, let's not talk about Morrissey. Um, the Untitled song on Green and the Untitled song on Disintegration share a theme. May I read you okay. some lyrics from both of them? Here's a is lyric. This relevant? Is this relevant to... Number six? Yeah, I think it's what Pete is trying to tell us. Here's a song, 11th Untitled Song from Green. I made a list of things to say, but all I really want to say, all I really want to say is hold her and keep him strong. Hold him and keep him strong. Is, is Pete... I guess I'm confused who's the him. Is it us that's, or is it Pete? That's the question. And here's the Untitled Song off of Disintegration by The Cure. Never quite said what I wanted to say to you. Never quite managed the words to explain to you. Never quite knew how to make them believable. And now the time has gone. 
Very similar sentiments, aren't they? Is it, and is the you Pete or is the you us? The you is us. It's I think Pete is saying to us that he has never been able to get this message out. I'm worried that Pete is – this is a plea from Pete, and he's saying that you've never been able to get your message out, boys. Okay. Yeah, that might be it. Okay. I think he's the you. Okay. Okay. And we're the – We're the, the narrators. Yeah. And he wants us to hold him and keep him strong. And I will. Okay. That's and nice. I will. Yeah, and Mary Laryngismus to you, and Pete, as well. Mary Laryngismus. Okay, that's great. And the it's another one of these videos. I don't think we even need to watch it. It's just like Christmas lights. Yeah, who cares? Yeah. Number five, Joy to the World by a Joy singer. Joy to the World. Is it that song? No, it's not. I'll, I'll play you a little clip of it. Joy and... to the World. For Christ yeah, is born. It's one. that one. Because it's, it's joy one. to the world, all the boys and girls. That one is not a Christmas song, Pete. And I would have said, yes, you've done it. You've done you've it. You finally no. selected a song that's not a Christmas song and won't be a Christmas classic. No, he's still, every single song on this list is a Christmas classic. And here's, this is no exception. That is by, so what Peter said is that that is by someone called Wing, who apparently has a huge following. Um, and Wing, as you know, is Paul McCartney's band. Okay, right. Um, so They I, do have a huge following. They do have a huge following. Paul McCartney's they, very popular. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I can't help you with this one, Pete. It's a Christmas classic It doesn't sound like Paul a McCartney. Wing song. No, it doesn't sound like a Wing song. I, I, I feel like I know some Wings songs. Yeah. And that didn't sound like Paul. All I know is that there's a Wings album called Wings at the Speed of Sound, and I really like that. There's just so many so many layers of meaning in there. Moving on. Moving on. Here's what Pete has asked us to listen to next, and he's called it Even More Bottomless Joy. And what he said is that this is proof that no one has a stranglehold on nuanced interpretation of a treasured classic. Take this! Wing and he's getting fairly aggressive. Is he? He's attacking wings again. He's attacking wings. I don't know what Paul McCartney ever did to him, but here's what he wants Paul McCartney to take. Okay, take this, Paul McCartney. Yeah, take this, Paul McCartney. Joy to the world, the Lord has. So this is Pete. This is Pete. That's Pete. So Pete yeah. is saying, Wings, I heard your rendition of Joy to the World. Yeah. And I I thought it was a poor rendition. Yeah, and this is how it's done. And here's how I would do it. And it sounds great. Did it sound great? Yes. Okay. Now yeah. now it sounds like your soul is is pure and joyous again. And now I'm I'm having doubts. Yeah, and that's troubling because I think we both need to get through this together if we're going right. to appreciate and the, we're the close. spirit of learning. Just we're close to the end. Well, we yeah, we're close to the end. So you've got two, you've got three more opportunities, and the next one's not going to be much because okay. 
it's another video, and it's called Elvis the Three Kings, the Battle Hymn of the Republic, and it is another Christmas light show. And as you know, the Battle Hymn of the Republic is a Star Wars reference. Yep. Dun, 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 yeah. Dun, 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 dun. And do you want, should we watch it? I guess we'll I guess, although one. I can't use your screen, so. Well, I'm, I'll share it with you. Why do you keep unsharing? Because that when I unshare, when I share, it makes you so small, and I like to see you big. Okay. Oh, did you read his message here? Pete's oh, so here's what he says. Yeah, he said, Think they don't fit together? Well, think again. Perhaps the first light display that features a bombing of the baby Jesus. That is troubling. That is troubling, and that sounds like a war on Christmas. It and sounds I guess like a war on Laurentius. Oh, I guess... Yeah, that's fine. We're fine with warring on Christmas because yeah. you're either in the Laurentius camp or you're in the Christmas camp. It's a binary. Yeah, yeah. We need to actually make up some ground that Christmas has like had a pretty big stake in for quite a while. Yeah, no, exactly. If if Laurentius is going to take off, uh, we're going to have to be aggressive. Right. Um, and this is how he's chosen to do it. The video actually does feel important on this one. If we're going to see. Baby Jesus being bombed, and there it is. You've actually isolated the exact there it is. moment. <laughs> so it's some kind cool. of Reagan era Death Star. Yeah. In the sky above a manger scene. Yeah. And as though Jesus were some kind of ICBM, this like <laughs> satellite has targeted Jesus and shot a laser down at it. Yeah, um, and that w- is what Pete wants. That's the message that. And Pete that's what Pete share wants. with you. So this is holidays. this is actually a message for all of us. Yeah, P- take up arms. Yeah, wage an actual war on Christmas in the yeah. name of Laurentius. Yeah, <laughs> and now I'm starting to really come around. Yeah, and here is what he wants us to listen to for number two, penultimate, which is the second. The penultimate, thank you. The penultimate song, and he's called it "Unho Oh Unholy Night." Okay. And he has here is his edict for us, his demand: you must listen to the very end. You simply must. Okay, I feel like Pete is is getting a little. So this started as like a gentle, kind-hearted, yeah, Ghost of Christmas Past thing, where he was leading us towards. Discovering something about ourselves and our our own attitudes towards other people and towards Christmas, and it has turned into like a demanding cult leader, yeah, that is forcing us in this war against Christmas and right. propping up Laurentius. Yeah, and, and now I'm, his instruction is to yeah. he demands that we listen to this, right? And we will, which and we means will. I and think we, that we're yeah, swayed we'll to his cause. Right. right, so we're both coming around, which is nice because I was getting nervous that we weren't going to. But um, I'm going to share my screen with you. I'm going to play this for you now, and it's called "Oh Unholy Night." Pete has called it that. Real player, you still have real player in your computer. Shh. Holy night, the stars are high, 
So it's another guy singing a, cl- a huge Christmas hit pretty poorly. So I think this is Pete calling the arcane spirits into our world to tear apart the fabric of day and usher in an endless night, which is one of the tenets of Laryngismus. Right. On the first day of Laryngismus, the Holy Spirit said to me, Usher tear. in an eternal night and tear a hole in what was it? In the day, de- in the tear apart the f- fabric of the fabric day. of the day, <laughs> and praise to <laughs> sweet Pete. That's lovely. Right. Um, and then I'm really on board with I have, Christmas. I have opened up my soul, and by opened yeah. up, I mean flayed my soul. Mm-hmm. And it's raw, and it's bloody, and I'm bleeding everywhere, and I'm but it feels inviting... Great. Oh, it feels so good. Yeah. And I'm inviting Laryngismus's black inky tentacles yeah. to penetrate my deepest being mm-hmm. and usher me into a higher plane of understanding and a higher plane of existence. And that is what he's going to do with a a lovely final song on the list that says, Happy Holidays to all, and then his final message to us. To take a message of hope, further words fail me. And that's a lovely message for this Laryngismus and what he's asked us to view. There's a viewing. uh... Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her king. And that's Pete. That's Pete? I think so. Is calm. It looks good. All that's a deep V. Is In the air, there's a feeling of Christmas. Okay. Children laughing. So that was that. what that was. And it was a man who may or may not. Did I Pete. like it? Yes. <laughs> yes, I liked it. I liked it. I liked it. And happy holidays to all. And, and happy Laryngismus to all. We are all exposed and we are all raw and we are all naked. Yeah. And quivering before the unholy understanding mm-hmm. that is Laryngismus. And we are greater for it. Christmas is a thing of the past. Yeah. And whatever holiday you celebrate. Hanukkah is a thing of the past. Kwanzaa is a thing of the past. Right. Any December holiday you celebrate is a thing of the past. Yes. Is it your birthday today? Yeah. No. It's not. No. Because it's, it's Laryngismus. Now, and it is and your brother's birthday today, right? It is technically on the day of recording. It's my brother's. Birthday. No, it's not, Jack. And it's it's Laryngismus. It's Laryngismus, and it's Laryngismus, and a merry Laryngismus, you boy, boy. <laughs> yes, sir. W- what day is it? Oh, it's Laryngismus Day, sir. Haven't you seen all the inky black tentacles? <laughs> Laryngismus reaching down from a smoke black sky. <laughs> Here's a farthing. <laughs> oh, your money is meaningless in this reality, <laughs> sir. As are all things. <laughs> How lovely. How lovely. It happens to be December 25th. If mm-hmm. you celebrate Christmas, Merry Christmas. If you celebrate Hanukkah, I think you're done already. 
Yeah. But none of that matters because it is Laryngismus, and we have been Jack Shepard and Tanner Greenring, and this is the annual holiday episode that we do every year. It occurs to me now that every year I think we say the first person to tweet at us gets a present. Do we say that? Because we usually read a book, and we send Oh, that and we send it to them. Mm. First person to tweet us gets $100? No, fuck you. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's no giveaway this year. There's nothing. Mary Lorraine. it's Laurentius. Yeah, and the, you know, guess what you got is the the holy light that can only be cast upon you by the holy knowledge. Sorry, the holy darkness that can only be cast upon you by the knowledge that Laurentius is real and it's here to stay and we're not celebrating any of the other holidays anymore. Right. Um, Mary Laurentius to you. Mary Laurentius to you, Jack. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for joining me today. Thank Goodbye. You. Bye. Ho, 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 ho. In 86, N.M. Martin wrote the first book of what became a cult. Now it's time for Babysitter's Club. Ho, 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 ho. Merry Christmas. That was a HeadGum Podcast.